and welcome to the Amanda Reed Podcast. I am your host and teaching cheerleader, Amanda. I am a former teacher, Indiana-based, and now live in Savannah, Georgia, helping teachers start an online business who wish to gain time and financial freedom. Tune in every week as I chat about all things teacher-related, creating healthy habits while still teaching what to do if you are burnt out, and what and how to turn to when you are ready to walk away from the profession. My goal is to guide you to living your best life. Now, let's get into it. Hello, hello, happy Wednesday, or I guess whatever day um, it is for you that you're listening and catching this episode, but super glad that you are here, and I believe this episode is to you at the right time, just in the right time. Um, Anything, if you're anything like me um, in my teacher journey, and it doesn't matter where you are at in yours either, but if you're like me, you know, you are longing and yearning (laughs) for that happiness to be found and um, to feel better and to actually feel yourself feel you, the true you. Um, So today, before we get started, um, just want to remind you that in the show notes below, there is a place and I would love for you to take like 30 seconds um, and leave a five-star review. And if you have time, leave some feedback as well. Um, What that does is it actually pushes the show up into the feed and out to more teachers. I would love for your help with that so that this show, this podcast can get into the hands of more teachers. And also there is a link for to make a connection call and it's there for you for the purpose of whatever you need, asking questions, Um, you do, you know, you just want to get to know me, ask me questions about me, ask me about my teaching journey, starting an online business, whatever it may be. Um, I want to help. I want to support you and encourage you. Um, that's the whole reason why, um, I've created this podcast. So, um, let's jump right in. So finding happiness in, outside, and beyond the classroom. That is the topic of today. And the reason why it is a topic for an entire podcast episode is because almost every teacher I talk to, they say these words. I'm not happy. I need out. I'm miserable. I want change. I don't know what to do. Um, I don't know who I am anymore, those kinds of phrases. And you know what? We are all given this one chance at life, right? We have this one life and life is way too short. Life is way too precious to be unhappy, to be miserable, right? To be stuck in a place you don't want to be in and to have all of those anxious Um, burnout feelings. It's not a fun space to be in, not a good place to be in. Um, So I'm hoping that this episode today finds you in 
a good place and it is exactly the message that you need to hear. So I'm going to go through a little bit about my background a little bit here um, and I'm going to give you um, some tips on ways that you can truly help yourself be a happier person. All right. Who doesn't want to be a happier person, right? Who doesn't want and need that, um, especially in today's world? Everybody, right? Everybody can use um, a little encouragement and a little feedback on becoming happier, right? So if we're, we're thinking back to my teaching journey specifically, so when I was in the classroom and you know, I wish I would have applied what I'm going to share with you today to my teaching journey sooner. Um, but you know what? It just didn't happen. It didn't work out. Um, and, you know, things work out for a specific reason, for a specific purpose. So I'm hoping that this encourages you, uh, especially those of you who are still in the classroom and... Um, I'm hoping that this will be helpful for you especially, but this applies to anyone inside the classroom, outside the classroom, and beyond. Maybe you, you know, you've moved, transitioned out um, somewhere else in the workplace or whatever it may be. So this applies to everyone. So there was a time when, you know, I was in the classroom and it was just not easy for me to be happy. Okay. And looking back now, I know it's because I never sought out happiness. Okay, I was so stuck and had ingrained in my head the complaining, the negative, the drama, um, all of the things that I was lacking is what I was focusing on. That's where I was putting my energy. And thus, it was creating an unhappy life. And it was so, so unhappy that, you know, it affected my kids and my husband and, you know, my family unit as a whole. And definitely don't want anyone else to be in this position. It's not a fun place to be. When, you know, you are so unhappy and miserable that it starts affecting your kids, your own personal kids, um, your spouse, your own family, right? And it took me so long. And I don't know why it took me so long, but it took me so long. And sometimes I think that, you know, we have to go through these unhappy um, processes, I guess you'd call it. Um, to really see the light and to really see the learning curve, the learning experience. Um, but anyways, it took me so long and time to realize that good things don't come to you unless you create that change for yourself. And when we're thinking about being so unhappy and we're thinking about how can we create a happier life, and, you know, for some people, it means um, making lifestyle changes, routine changes. And for other people, it means making a career change, a big shift in your career. Um, and a lot of people that could look like 
you know, trying to get into the corporate world. And for some, that looks like starting a business, like getting it up and running and off the ground, um, getting those customers and clients. Um, but the important thing to know here is you have to be willing and you have to be dedicated to making the change for yourself. And if it's true happiness that you're really after, right? That's what you really, really want deep down inside. True happiness. You have to be willing to change and evolve. And even if that means living by certain habits or, you know, certain pieces in your routine that you, you know, you're uncomfortable with, that you know you need to change and you haven't changed because... Um, maybe it's fear. You just, you just want to be comfortable, right? As a human, we just want to be in that comfort zone. Um, it's hard to get out of that comfort zone, but the place where things happen, true happiness is found and change occurs is outside of that comfort zone, right? And it's not easy. And I want you to know that this is a process. It takes time and it's truly a journey. But once you start making yourself aware, okay, wow, I am really that unhappy. Um, I would encourage you to start here and just taking kind of a self-awareness of your mood, your emotions, how you react to situations, how you react to family members, your own kids, right? So take that self-awareness inventory and, you know, be honest with yourself. Are you really unhappy or are you really happy, right? That's the first question to answer. And I want to go into now, um, I guess, not really rules, but like, I guess you could call them components, right? To living a happy life, And if you're willing to ditch your old ways and some old habits and really dedicate yourself to the time and the effort and, you know, you're willing to make changes to your routine and habits, I guarantee you that you're going to be happier. You are going to find that true happiness And so let's just start with, uh, I'm going to talk about five different components, right? Five different pieces um, or keys to really finding and unlocking that true happiness for yourself. So number one is live in the present. And for me, it was, I was always living in the past or the future. And what I mean by that is when I was teaching, right, I was living inside, in the negativity. I was dwelling on, you know, how poor my class behavior was becoming. I was dwelling on those things and I was truly living for the next break, right? The next time off, Um, our school calendar, whatever that break was, that's what I was living for. I was not living in the present, in the now. All right. And this also caused me to lose out on my kids, 
getting to be with them. So time um, and really being in the present. So missing out on a lot of firsts, um, missing out on, you know, watching them grow and develop. And I don't want this for anyone else. So I know it's easy to say, right? It's so easy to say. Um, but just remember to stop and take a look around, be present in the moment, stop and smell the flowers, right? Stop and look up at the sky. Um, stop and just listen to the outdoor sounds, the birds, the bugs, right? And, you know, just really, really take note and just stop and be present in that moment, um, and this even applies to like in the classroom even, right? So living in the present, in that moment, right? You can only control what you can control. And, you know, really take a look around, around you, right? You have other people's children that you are shaping and molding and inspiring, right? That's a huge gift. You get to do that, Right? I think as teachers, you know, we we often forget that these are someone else's children and we're actually shaping them and molding them. Um, and we get to have this job. We get to have this opportunity, right, to inspire such young people. Um, all right, number two. And this one, again, is easier said than done. But number two is stop complaining. And again, it might mean that you take that self-assessment, that self-inventory, and just kind of listen to the things that you say. Listen to what's going on up in your head. Listen to that chatter. All right? And nobody, nobody enjoys being around a complainer. Nobody likes it, right? And it's easy to get sucked into it when you are you know, living every day with a lack of resources, right? Or if you're surrounded by drama, right? If your school is full of toxic people or, you know, a toxic environment, it's just really easy at that point to complain about everything, right? And it could be the tiniest of things, right? And this is kind of a habit that you have to break. And, you know, once you're aware, you can start taking note of the things that are happening in your head, like what, what you're thinking and what you're getting ready to say. And instead, when you think about what you're getting ready to say, if it, you know, if it's complaining, negativity, don't say it. Instead, turn it into a positive. Even if you're around your peers, your colleagues, and this is anywhere, any workplace, not just in the teaching world, all right? And we're even talking an entrepreneur, right? If you're in rooms with other entrepreneurs, networking, masterminds, events, calls, whatever it is, this applies to everyone, right? Um, so again, easier said than done, but it's possible, all right? And it takes work. Number three, look after your emotions. And I think the mistake that I made was um, 
like carrying so much guilt that I have the emotions that I had and allowing also allowing the emotions to take control and take over. That's where I went wrong, right? Um, that was the mistake. I never handled my emotions, especially on the go, especially the negative ones, right? And I think it's super important that understanding that we go through so many emotions in every moment of every single day and we have these emotions because it's speaking to us. It's telling us what our body is truly feeling, what is happening on the internal side of things, right? And you need to acknowledge your feelings, okay? You don't need to shame yourself and have guilt over these emotions, but you need to acknowledge them. And don't be afraid to give them a name, all right? And if you're in pain, um, you're, you know, you're deep and dark, don't be afraid to just let it flow, okay? That might mean crying. That might mean journaling, that might mean talking to a friend who understands you. It might mean coloring. All right? Whatever it is, just have self-kindness for yourself. And then, you know, once you have acknowledged these emotions, you've allowed yourself to release the emotions in whatever way you need or whatever way works for you, um... Make sure that you've got a plan going forward. So when you start to bottle up and have these feelings and these different emotions, how are you going to approach that next time? How are you going to work through that next time, right? Because we don't, what we don't want is to keep having these emotions over and over and bottling them up um, and essentially, you know, letting the volcano erupt. We don't want to get there. We don't want to be there. Um, you know, through every painful and negative situation. We just, we don't want that, right? Um, and the same goes, I just want to mention this too, like the same goes like for all the positive ones, the happy ones, right? It's okay to share those emotions and to <clears throat> outwardly express your happiness and your excitement or whatever it is, right? Uh, so number four, love, <laughs> love yourself unconditionally. And this is truly the secret to happiness, if there ever were a secret, right? But this is truly the key to happiness. Love yourself unconditionally. And for me, you know, this was hard. This was really, really hard. Um, especially when I was in a place of such negativity and such doubt and such burnout, right? It was so hard. And then in turn, all of that anxiety and stress, right? Because that often means, you know, I personally, you know, consuming foods that made me feel good and eventually I was gaining weight, right? And it just wasn't making me feel good. Um, so in turn, it was causing me, you know, to not like myself. I wasn't confident. I wasn't, I wasn't liking how I felt, what I looked like. Um, 
you know, the things I was wearing, those kinds of things. And it can be really hard to love yourself through those moments. Trust me. Um, But any way possible, whatever it is for you, maybe you need to smile at yourself in the mirror every morning. Okay, and maybe you need to start writing down your thoughts and feelings. And maybe you need to start visualizing what you truly want, what it means to be happy. What does it look like in your life to be happy? And it's okay to prioritize yourself. It is okay. In fact, that is a form of true self-care. That's how to avoid a mental health crisis, right? It's okay to prioritize yourself and to do it without guilt and to put that lid on the negative self-talk. It is okay, all right? Once you start doing this and once you start to love who you are, where you are in the moment, you're going to see how things are going to change for you. That happiness is going to start coming. The confidence is going to start coming. And another form for me, um, and you know, these, these don't work for everybody, but for me, when I spoke affirmations, I would read them all the time. I would speak them to myself. I still do because I have an affirmations app that comes through on my watch um, that helps remind me to speak these life-giving words to myself. Um, But at the start, when I would read these or say these out loud, it was just words, all right? It didn't really have any meaning. But the more and more I said them out loud and to myself and the more repetition I gave, they started taking hold. I started connecting an emotion with them and they started to mean something to me. And it doesn't happen right away. This is not an overnight process, all right? It's taking me a good at least year, probably year and a half to actually start truly believing these affirmations that I've been reading and speaking to myself for so long. Um, so it, anyways, self-love cultivates a feeling of abundance and it doesn't allow you to act from a place of lack. So to truly love yourself, it turns your life into, how do I describe it? Like a rich new experience. So every day, you know, you wake up and you're, you're feeling happier, right? You're feeling the changes. You're, you know, you start to really feel good about some aspects of yourself or your life. And that is exactly what I want you to experience because it is amazing. All right. And everybody deserves it. Every single person deserves that. All right. Number five, show love to your body. So a happy mind creates that healthy, confident, and strong body. All right. The more comfortable you are on your skin, the easier it is going to be to create that happiness for yourself. And 
You know, we all have different approaches towards ourselves, our bodies, our minds, right? We all have all kinds of things, different things that work for some, different things that don't work for some, right? Um, But when you truly start to show love for your body, it also creates that happiness factor, okay? When you start really paying attention, being self-aware, and taking care of this one amazing human body that we are given, um, you know, life truly begins to shine, all right? And just a couple of things that... um, For my morning routine, you know, when I started really um, paying attention to my body and really kind of self-assessing myself. And now I'm to the point, I mean, it's taken a while. Again, this is a journey. It's a process. But now I'm to the point where I can start reading my body. Like I can read how it's feeling. I can read it after I've given myself certain foods and certain drinks right? Or lack of, right? I'm able to start reading what my body truly needs and what it's actually truly telling me. Um, so anyways, a morning routine, kicking, kick starting your morning is key, you know, to setting yourself up for happiness, for success. It is key. All right. And my morning routine, you know, easier said than done, but it is so true. Giving yourself more time in the morning, more quiet space, um, drinking water first thing when you get up out of that bed, um, just, ah, so refreshing. And if that's too bland for you, add a little lemon to it. Um, add a little cinnamon, warm it up, make it, you know, warm water with lavender or honey, lemon, whatever you need, you know, to make you feel good. So those are five components to truly changing your life around and truly finding that true happiness that is within that you already have. Um, You may just need to get it back to the surface. Okay, because I want nothing more than all teachers in the classroom, out of the classroom, and beyond, wherever you are on your journey. Um, I want you to experience that because in this dark, deep world, um, we need happiness, right? We need people to shine their light. We need more positivity, all right? So I hope this finds you well. I hope this was just the message that you needed to hear um, for the end of your September, and I hope nothing but the best for you the rest of your week. Have a blessed day.